0: Today's show is pre-recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all
1: about. don't know y'all better ask. The oh. All
2: stress, like the million oh bucks, bucks, things in mm-hmm. tell me who could it be? But Steve Harvey, oh, yeah. For Steve. Oh, put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Come on, come on, come on, we on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on,
3: Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only, Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Yeah, man. God is in the blessing business all day, every day. God got hundreds of millions of blessings that He passes out every day. All I want to do. Is be the recipient, that I'm the recipient of what he has for me. That's all I want. I just want God's favor, and I, go, I want God's blessings. You know, of course, I need his mercy and his grace, but I just want his blessings and his favor. I want, I want that in my life because it does things for me that I'm absolutely incapable of doing for myself. And I've been a recipient of many of those. And you can be the recipient of them too. You already are, really. Really, you already are. If you're getting up every morning, that's a blessing. If you're getting one day closer to anything you're trying to accomplish, that's a blessing. But now, let me me talk to you about this part right here, folks. Because this is the part that messes people up a great deal. What happens when you get off track? What is that? What does that mean when you get off track? See, I've been off track, I can't tell you how many times. And it happens in so many aspects of your life. But, but what is it that makes getting off track so debilitating to some people? You know, there are some people who once they're off track, they off course, they off the dream, they're on to something else. And you cannot allow the fact that you've gotten off track To stop you. Can I tell you something? Everybody gets off track. There are people who are living their life's dreams in spite of getting off track. See, what happens when you get off track? Here's the simple thing to do the simple thing is just to get back on track. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's easier said than done, ain't it, Steve? Yeah, because see, people. When you get off track, here's some of the things that happen. See, you get the, here come the naysayers, some of them from the outside, some of them internally. Here's what gets said when you get off track. See, I told you. I told you. You know, you you, you start hearing that. It's not for you. Okay? This is all just because you got off track. It's not for you. Okay, here's another one. It ain't meant to be. You can hear it or you can say it. Well, I guess it's just not meant to be. But let me ask you a question. though. Who made the rule that when you get off track, you can't get back on? Who who made that rule? Where is that written that once you get off track, you can't get back on? See, because I'm gonna tell you something, folks, there's no such rule. As a matter of fact, it's it's quite the opposite. See, everybody in pursuit of a dream, a goal, an aspiration or a mission is going to get off track. Sometimes you're going to get derailed. There are going to be days where you're not going to get it right. There are going to be days where you feel like giving up. There's going to be days when you're just going to flat out get it wrong. That's the journey. But let me tell you something. Every successful person that I know, ever met, talked to, sat out and chopped it up with, have shared one thing in common. We all get off track. We all get it wrong along the way. I don't care who the person is. The president got it wrong along the way. Your pastor Got it wrong along the way. Choir director, guy, got it wrong along the way. The principal at your school got it wrong along the way. The valedictorian of your class got it wrong along the way. The star of the team got it wrong along the way. They've all been off track. Your boss down at your job, he got it wrong along the way. Your immediate supervisor got it wrong along the way. Everybody I know that has any measure of success in every in every level that you call success, however you want to label it, has gotten off track. As a matter of fact, it's impossible, listen to me, it is impossible not to get off track in pursuit of your dreams, goals, visions, aspirations. It is impossible. Don't you let nobody tell you that they got through life unscathed. That they made it cause they was just so determined and I would let nothing turn me back. Yeah, you might not have let nothing turn you back cause you're here. Oh, but you thought about it. Oh, you thought about it on days when you was off track. But see, people don't like to tell the whole story. They just want you to think as much as you can about them. So when they tell you their story, they leave out the, the the stuff along the way. It was just hard work and determination that got me here. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you got off track and the grace and mercy of God allowed you to get back on. His forgiveness allowed you to get back on because you would not believe what some of the people have done. So when you get off track, don't allow the naysayers outside and the big naysayer, inside. Because let me tell you something. The biggest naysayer of them all comes from inside. See, it don't matter what other people say out there. It takes some time for you to learn this and I understand because it took me some time to learn it. See, I have a lot of naysayers out there, but I ain't operating for them. I operate in function for the ones that love me, for the ones that get me, for the ones that understand what I'm really trying to do. And so, don't you be the one that doesn't allow yourself to get back on track when you get off track. Because like I said, who made the rule up that you can't get back on track? There's no such rule out there. Stop stopping yourself from getting it right. So what? You started a diet at the beginning of the year and you're already off. Start another one. Start over. Try it again. Don't ever stop trying. If you stop trying, you can't make it. But if you never give up the effort, if you never give up and say it's over, it ain't over. You heard the saying, it ain't over to the fat lady saying, I never invite her. She's not invited. It ain't over to the fat lady saying, I don't know where the fat lady stay. I have not sent her an invitation to none of my events. She's not welcome here. She didn't ask me a couple of times, how come I never get invited? Because you're going to start singing, and I ain't got time for that. All right? Stop inviting the fat lady to all your events. Thank you.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, it is beyond me. When I wake up in the morning and I realize that I had nothing to do with the actual arrival of the day or my ability to wake myself up, all I could say is thank you. Man, 2022, if you'd have told me in 1974 anything about the year 2022, I wouldn't even have been able to put that on the radar screen. I was busy trying to figure out what I was going to do tomorrow, let alone (laughs) 2022. The thing I've learned about the future is that it has a strong possibility of getting here. So whatever you do today, understand that it will have an effect on your tomorrow. So pay close attention, young people. Stop living just for the moment. Because later on, could soon become right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Kill, what's going on, man?
0: All right, let me ask you something, Uncle. I'm thinking about it, man, because
3: I don't know how to act. I ain't got your kind of money, but what can I expect,
0: Uncle, if I ever got a hold of 600 million? How could I, How am I supposed to be acting?
3: I don't know how you're supposed to be acting. I have no idea. I, matter of fact, I have no suggestions on how anybody else should act. Mm-hmm. If I... Yeah.
2: Get my hands
3: <laughs> on 6 million at one time. Uh, 600 million? 600 million. First of all, know this. If you've ever offended me or said anything about me mm-hmm. and you find out that I have the 600 million, you should go into hiding. <laughs> you should seek out some form of of uh, uh, of uh, witness protection, you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, you get put in the portion of the prison protective custody. You know, you got to look into. Th- you got to look into stuff like restraining orders, things like that. Yeah. That's first. Okay. Secondly. The people that's on my radio show, yes, they
2: are.
3: my dear mm-hmm. counterparts. Okay, we uh-huh. I don't want y'all to feel, you know, surprised. So, just if you hear that I have the six hundred million, uh-huh. okay. please. Don't text me Tomo, where are you? (laughs) Don't, 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 don't do that. We should
2: already know.
3: Don't, don't do that. Don't, don't ask. Let me tell you some questions. Why are you? What time will you be here? Don't do that. Don't do that.
2: Should
3: we start without you? Yeah, should we start without you? How long will you be? Don't, don't do that. Don't do that. that. Just go on with your life. And that's for starters. We continue this later on, but that's okay. the beginning of my 600 million. Don't, don't do that.
2: Don't, don't do that. Don't
4: do that. I know that's right.
3: Don't do that.
4: All right. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, so far, you're here, and that's a good thing. Uh, we're going to start the morning off at uh, 32 minutes after the hour with the nephew and run that prank back right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with
4: the nephew and run that prank back to start your morning off today. What you got for us, Neff?
1: Your wife is mm. cheating on both of us.
4: Let's
5: go, cat dog.
1: Hello? I'm trying to reach Terrence, please.
5: Who's calling? Who's this?
1: Hey, my name is Mark. My name is Mark. How you doing, brother? I work with um with your wife, Veronica. We're on the same sales floor together. Uh, I think I met you huh. before, but I'm, I'm, I don't know if you remember meeting me, but... um. I, I work at the job with Veronica. Uh, is
5: everything is everything all right there?
1: Or what's going on? No, no, no. Everything's straight here on, at the job. No, not a problem at all at the job. But I wanted to. Is she um, all right? Or is
5: everything all right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, She's all right. She's perfectly fine, man. Um, I just, oh. I just, you know, uh, I, I actually, like I said, my name is Mark, man. You don't remember me, Terrence, but I just wanted to talk to you. Like I say, um, you know, I got some things on that was, that's been bothering me for a minute, and I, you know, I just, I just kind of wanted to reach out to you. And, you know, just kinda of have like a little little heart to heart talk with you, man, so maybe we know, uh, you know, we can get things in a in a in a better position. But I just wanted I I just wanted me and you to have a conversation.
5: Wait a minute. Did how'd you get my did Veronica give you my number? Or how did you get my number? That's what I'm trying to Like, what's
1: going on? Uh I mean I had I had I've had your number. I just I just uh I just hadn't never reached out to you before. Oh. But like I say though, man, this 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 has been bothering me for a minute and I wanted to get it off my chest so you and I can try to, I guess, fix this whole issue, but I, I just want us to see if we can fix it, you know?
5: Well, we'll fix the issue? What's the issue? I don't understand. I'm, I'm not following you. I don't understand. What, Like, what is the issue?
1: So, but now, you know, like I said, I went on and got the nerve to get you. Spit G- it
5: out. Spit it out, brother. Spit it out. Talk to me. What's going on? Okay. Yeah.
1: Your wife, man, is cheating on both of us. And we got to figure out how, we got to do something about this, man. I, um, did
5: you say she's eating on the both of us? What did you say? Kidding, I didn't she she is cheating. Like it
1: she is cheating on the both of us,
5: bro. Wait a minute. It sound like you said cheating. I don't know what you.
1: But Veronica, is, listen to me, Terrence. Veronica is cheating on both of us.
5: You say Veronica's cheating on me?
1: And me. You know, and we got We got to figure out what we're gonna do, man. But as a husband, I got You gotta. I'm gonna need you to step up and get this thing in order.
5: What you talking about? You saying Veronica is cheating on me
1: with you? No, no. She's cheating on both of us with somebody else. What you I, I'm. I'm. No. I've been noticing her going out with this. Uh, you know, going to lunch with this other cat. So I, I'm like, I got pissed off about it. So I said, you know what? I can't take it no
5: more. Minute. I'm calling Terrence. You saying to me that? My wife has been cheating around the job with somebody else.
1: She cheating on both of us,
4: dude.
5: I don't get what you mean. If my wife is cheating on me and you calling me to tell me that she's cheating on me, I appreciate that. But I don't get what you're saying she's cheating on both of us, dude. I don't get that part. I don't understand what you mean. Well, you me and
1: Veronica been, you know, kind of cool, you know, last eight months to a year. We've been, you know, pretty tight
5: here at the job. You know what I'm saying? So... Listen, what you mean y'all been cool? That's what I don't understand. Like, what do you mean y'all been cool? Because that's my wife. Tell me what you're talking about.
1: You okay, all you, I'm saying you know, is I'm me, 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 me and her been real cool. We've been real tight, you know. Sometimes we, we take lunch and then, you know, don't come back. That's our thing, though. But, you know, now, you know, I'm noticing, you know, she she done went out, you know, she done went to lunch a couple times with this brother named Allen. And I'm like, okay, no, nah, no, nah, it ain't finna go down like this here. You know what I'm saying? Are you my wife, man? Hey, that's that's not why I called you. I called you Are to tell my wife. That's what I want to know. I'm telling you about this dude named Allen. I need you to step up as the husband
5: but, and fix this. But you telling me that my wife is cheating on both of us. There ain't no cheating on both of us. If she's cheating, she's cheating on me. You telling me that you're with my wife too? That you've been messing around with my wife? I don't know what you're saying, brother. Th-
1: that's not the part I'm trying to talk about. I'm trying to talk about this dude named Alan, man. That's what no, I'm trying to get I, out. No, no, I'm just... we're
5: going to get to Allen. We're going to get to Allen. You saying that my wife. Man, it's some crazy shit. Yo, you know what, man? I'm about to put my foot right up your Because what... I don't play those games. She's with her. She's with me. We messing around. We doing this and doing that. It don't work like that. You understand what I'm
1: saying? Dude, I hear what you're saying. But your beef ain't with me. The beef it's is with Allen. The, the beef is with dog. you, my No, she messing over, she's messing over both of us with Allen, dog.
5: I'm about to call her a three-way because there's some right here. I'm telling
1: okay, you. Okay, right well, now, hold on, bro. I just want I you to you deal you with Alan. About. Are
5: you at the job right now? I'm, I'm at. I'm at
1: the, the job. Yeah. Foot.
5: I'm about to come put my foot all in your. <laughs> your you understand me?
1: No, I, I hear you, man. Alan is the one that then blew this thing out of proportion, dog. She messing over me and you with this here. There ain't
5: no me and you. I don't share. You see what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, I hear you. I, I, I no, mean, you I, don't I
5: follow... hear me. You
1: don't hear me. I don't share. There's no sharing that goes on over here. Okay, okay. Do you follow I, me? I do, I do. I'm just saying, you know.
5: What are you saying? Meet me right that... now. Meet me right now. I'm about to come up here where you at right now. Where you at? I, I'm at
1: you the job where where, where where Ronnie at? I call her right. Ronnie. I'm at the okay. job where you Ronnie, Ronnie a, at. Well, I call her Ronnie. I call, I call Veronica Ronnie. I mean, that's my little... Nickname to him. All right, right my but, but up there. well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ronnie, Ronnie, no Ronnie. Hold on, you hold on she right here. Book? She's right where. She, she, she's she right, right here. here, right here. Put her you you want? to? Put her on the huh? phone. Huh? Put okay. her on the phone. Okay, cool, man, cool. But can I tell you what she's saying? I don't want to
5: hear what she's saying. I want her on the phone right now.
1: Okay, but can I tell you
5: what she's telling me to tell you? She ain't telling you to tell me a damn thing. 'cause the only thing that you're getting is my foot up your Okay, okay, but,
1: but 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 Ronnie want me to tell you this, man. Just listen to me, Terrence. She wants me to tell you that this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey morning show. You just got pranked by your wife Veronica. <laughs> you
5: know what? I don't play this. I'm gonna all y'all up, up here, man. I'm gonna all y'all up. I'm gonna give you an old school. Woman. Y'all ain't even right for that. You all right, I'm man? Sweating. No, I'm not all right. I'm in the car, I'm sweating. I was on my way over there, I'm about to go to jail, messing around with y'all.
2: Hey, let
1: me ask you this, man. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land?
5: You already know. <laughs> <The> Harvey <laughs> Morning Show.
4: <laughs> All right, nephew. Okay, <laughs> I'm praying for you. I'm praying for you, my friend. Coming up next, it is Ask the
2: Clo. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Coming up at the top of the hour, in entertainment news: CNN said Andy Cohen will return for next year's New Year's Eve special. Uh, And some trending headlines, Judge Steve Harvey, you may know him. Judge Steve is a master entertainer. We'll get into that. Also trending national news, Prayer of Healing going out to George Floyd's little four-year-old niece. This was really some sad news right here. She was shot on New Year's Day. We'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now. It is time for Steve's favorite segment, Ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey, in the building.
3: Yes, yes.
4: This one is from Jonas in Chicago. Jonas writes, I'm in my late 40s and my mother has asked to stay with me for the whole summer. She's retired and wants is to return Jonas to her a home.
3: man or a woman.
4: Jonas is a man. Okay. She's retired and wants to return to her hometown and hang out with her friends. I love my mother but she will cramp my lifestyle and find out I am seeing three girls and usually at the same time at my house.
2: I don't want to be inconvenienced.
4: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's right there. Oh, Jonas. Three girls usually at the same time at my house. I don't want to be inconvenienced, but this is my mother. And I can't tell her no. How do I discourage my mom from wanting to stay with me? Mm.
3: Mama, mama, mm, listen to me. I'm forty, and I thank you and I. It's time for you and I to have a seat. Now I don't want to disappoint you, but I want you to listen to this. On Saturdays and Wednesdays, three girls come to this house.
0: Yes, baby.
3: No, no, mama. You don't. These ain't the ones you want to meet. I never introduce you to them, cause these ain't. You don't introduce these to your mama. Mm-hmm. And soon as they come through the door, mama, they yes, start taking their clothes off. Boy, yes. Baby. Yes, they, mama, mama. Taking their mama. clothes off. Yeah, they get they get straight, they get ass naked, mama. And I and I and I don't I don't want them disrespecting you like that. So oh, now, JJ. What what else can we do? Cause Lil JJ ain't Lil JJ no more. <laughs> Matter of fact, matter of fact, they call me Big Jack. It's just one J. And it's Big Jack. It ain't Little JJ no more. And, Mama, that's some things you need to know. And Big Jack be in here putting it down. Now, you can stay here, Mama, but this is every Wednesday and every Saturday. I sleeps all day Sunday. You, you don't go to church? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I ain't got time for church, Mama. And don't come in here talking about church, because I got to sleep because I got to go to work Monday. Baby, maybe
4: Mama <laughs> needs to stay at home. right this I, one that's out. That's what
3: I was thinking, baby. You can't, you can't okay. come here, Mama, because your son is into some things that he don't really want his Mama to see.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah. Right. And there ain't, right. ain't a lot of God in my house on Wednesdays and Saturdays.
4: Hey, Mama, we didn't, didn't rate pray. you this way. You I know pray, you didn't.
3: I know you didn't. That's that's why you don't need to come see what I had turned out like.
4: <laughs> All right. We're moving on. All right. Thank you. All right. Eris in Jacksonville says, I'm a 28 year old single woman and I'm dating a man that won't claim me as his girlfriend. We've started having sex regularly, and he says I'm the only person he's being intimate with. If that's true, then why can't he give me the title of girlfriend? I want to re- withhold sex, but I'm afraid it's too late to turn back now because he might stop dating me. What do I do?
3: He oh. don't want you. He, he don't want you. He just wants you for sex. He doesn't want you for the relationship. He doesn't want you for the companionship. He doesn't want you for the uh, for the long term, and he can't claim you because then that would cause some problems when he's not with you. So he don't want you. What what what? what how how you want me to say this to you? Yeah. He he don't want you. The hard truth. You're not the one. Next next question, Shirley.
4: Thank Oof. you. All right, Eris. Um, Wendy in Richmond writes that I'm a 50-year-old single mother and my son is 24 years old. My son's father called me recently to let me know that my son is dating a woman that is in her late 30s and she's serious about our son. My son's father told me to remain calm because if I overreact, my son may rebel against us. I also found out the lady is going through a divorce and I want to present, prevent my son from getting hurt mentally or physically. Do I stay out of it or warn my son?
3: Well, you're going to warn him. Mm-hmm. There are some pitfalls in this. You're dealing with a divorcee. You don't know what type of divorce this is. Uh, you're dealing with a woman that's 15 years older than you. His problem is he getting some. There's some stuff happening to him. In that bedroom, that's uh, that's amazing. shocking, amazing. I mean, he's twenty four; she's late thirty. Oh yeah, he, oh, yeah. He in here getting some. There's some things happening to him mm-hmm. that he can't he ain't even processing right. All he knows is that he love her. Yes. Yeah. And Ooh, he want to spend there. the rest of his ignorant ass life with her. <laughs> yes, he do. And that's a problem because let me tell you something, boy. On the other side of all this incredible stuff that's happening in the bedroom, on the other side of all that is the Mm -hmm. reason why that other man don't want her. Mm. On the other side Mm. of all that is that. Now, you you keep going down this road, you're going to meet her. That's inevitable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good sexual activity is not enough to keep, because when you're not in the Child. middle of them activities, what y'all gonna do? Well,
2: you preach it in as long in as we 24.
3: have an activity, we fine. But wh- what about when you're not having that activity? <laughs> Let the church say, "Amen." Amen. Amen. amen again. Amen. Hey, man. let's move on, Shirley. All
4: right, yeah. Shay in Flint, Michigan says my youngest sister got married this summer, so she and her new husband wanted to do the cooking for this year's Christmas dinner. Her husband is a chef and he told me that he is out of work because his restaurant did not survive after COVID. I'm thinking the restaurant closed because of his cooking. I don't hide anything from my sister. So regretfully, I told her the dinner wasn't good. She told her husband what I said. How do I fix this mess?
3: Mm. First of all, dog, okay, how, you mean how do you fix the bed uh, that you made? The, the one you have to lay in now? <laughs> you started See, it. dog, what <laughs> made you say that? The dinner wasn't good. What What made you say that? It's over. You ate it. You have your opinion about the man's cooking skills. But what made you say it? How do you fix this mess? I don't know. You can apologize to the man, tell him you didn't mean it, you was just going through something. But you know, dog, you stupid. Yeah. So, you know, this portion of uh, CLO, we can't help you. This ain't a love problem. This this is stupidity problem. You right over there with Antonio Brown. Oh, (laughs) Oh, <laughs> oh,
4: oh no. No. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to go coming up at the top of the hour. We'll have some entertainment and trending news stories for you right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right. So CNN is setting the record straight about the rumors that Andy Cohen won't return as co-anchor um, of the network's uh, New Year's Eve coverage because of disparaging remarks he made on air last week. Um I can confirm that Andy Cohen will be back as co-host on CNN next year while co-hosting CNN's New Year's Eve live special along with his friend Anderson Cooper. Andy went in on competitor ABC's programming and referred to the New New Year's Rockin' Eve lineup as Ryan Seacrest's group of losers that are performing behind us. (laughs) He was drunk. He was a little lit. Andy Cohen apologized on his radio show and said, I just kept talking and I shouldn't have. <laughs>
3: you know, I didn't think I didn't think he should lose his job because of that. You know, but it's okay. but it's CNN, a damn news station, who's trying to get into the entertainment business. Well, here we is, y'all. <laughs> this is what happens when you come get us. we ain't ankle people you know dog we ain't what we do when you come get us Mm -hmm. this is who us
2: is
3: (laughs) see we're not CNN we ain't got to be correct we ain't got to read the teleprompter Mm -hmm. you're hiring entertainers and you're in the entertainment business Mm -hmm. you know Don Lemon said negroes that night how many negroes gonna be at your house (laughs) <laughs> you know, they 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 tried to give Don Lemon the blue. That's how black people talk when we round each other. Yeah. You know, Don Lemon ass was a little lightweight lit. Y'all got to come on.
2: It's New Year's but Eve. But we can't say, say that word. Why we can't say that word? We can we say can these things. Everybody say it. can say it. Don can say it. <laughs> right. Yeah.
3: Tommy, have you seen this comedian named Brian Simpson? No. Man, That's I just watched this Netflix thing the other night. There's uh-huh. about six different comedians. Oh, this dude was funny to me, man. Oh, this he, says says some some funny to him, man. he said some funny stuff to me, man. I want to find that brother, man. That brother was funny to me, man. Cool.
2: Okay.
3: Brian. Man, he was doing some race humor. I was hollering. <laughs> <laughs> and, but he, you all. Politically front of a, correct? A, uh-uh. <laughs> Uh uh-uh. uh oh. But he was in front of an all-white audience. There was a couple blacks in there but this stuff. He, and this they got to see look at him, man. This fool right here came out the gate. Hmm.
2: The now funniest you know thing he
3: said up. to me was, he said, "Uh, <laughs> white folks, treat, white folks treat black people like pennies."
2: Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> he How said,
3: so. We accept it everywhere. <laughs> but if you show up with more than four or five of them. <laughs> <laughs> People be going, man. Who is these Blankety These blanks. What is, blank is going on? I was screaming. I was
2: screaming. Pretty clever. <laughs> that, that is, is clever. Funny. I'm looking
3: at it, Brian Simpson. All right, I'm man, gonna check that out. dude. That dude special good. on Netflix, man. Man, I wish I could talk with him because I saw I saw a couple of things, man. If he did a couple of things, I ain't, you know, I'm just saying, if he if he did a couple of moves. Mm -hmm. on this dude right here man
2: (laughs) this
3: dude right here there's a few adjustments he did a bit about his grandmother Mm -hmm. was the first person to call him an (laughs) (laughs) n-word he said he was seven years old (laughs) And he was downstairs playing PlayStation. And he said, when old people call you, they don't care what you're doing. You know, I will right up. I was trying to get me an extra donkey. He was playing Donkey Kong or something. He said, Brian, come up here now.
2: And so
3: he said he went upstairs. And she's sitting right next to the window. She said, open that window for me.
2: <laughs> so,
3: so, so he said... Under his breath, <laughs> lazy blankety blanket. <laughs> oh.
2: About his grandmother, <laughs> she she heard him. Oh. He said,
3: "Man, my grandmama swole up." She said, "All of a sudden, she ain't have all writers no more." That's what <laughs> shocked me. <laughs> She, now said, we know where she grabbed them. me, and threw my ass across the room, <laughs> and I landed upside down on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> she walked over me and said, ear word what the? the <laughs> 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 oh right, man, okay. this I'm dude, had, dog, dog, this dude had, dog, dog. The dude had me. There. We gotta check it Brian out. Brian Simpson, man. Yeah. If somebody know where he at, man? Tell him Steve Hart want to talk to him."
4: I'm sure that'll make his day, Steve. No, man, this
3: dude right here, man. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: (sighs) I got to, I got to introduce him to (laughs) black people because I'm sure he knows he's black, black,
4: Mm -hmm. right?
3: He's black. Oh, very. No, no, no. (laughs) But I'm talking about black people have to be introduced to what his style of comedy is. Uh,
0: Okay. Oh, Oh, I I see. Because he do a
3: real dry, dead pan. Mm-hmm. And normally blacks don't. Mm-hmm. This dude is really, really funny, man. Yeah, really, really funny. I can
4: I see it. Steve I like it. I'm gonna watch this. Steve Harvey Brian Simpson. Brian Simpson. Mm-hmm. Man. Oh, that's good because you don't say that a lot about you know. New, no. new comedians and stuff. And every and now and, and then
3: good. I watch some specials and I always end up Open cutting them coming. off. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't cut the dude off.
4: All right, coming up at 20 minutes after the hour, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Former President Donald Trump, hmm, remember him? Well, he's pulled the plug on a plan to hold a news conference marking the first anniversary of the storming of the U.S. Capitol, which is today, January 6th. That was a year ago. And he's blaming Democrats in D.C. for the cancellation. Trump really just never stops. It Just just never stops with this guy. Uh, Trump had invited reporters from across the country to his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida for a speech and press conference at which he was expected to go hard at Democrats. But on Tuesday evening, he backed out, saying, in light of the total bias and dishonesty of the January 6th Unselect Committee of Democrats, two failed Republicans, and the fake news media, I am canceling the January 6th press conference at Mar-a-Lago on Thursday. Trump went on for a long while attacking his usual targets, including lamestream media and crazy Nancy Pelosi. His supporters uh, still plan a candlelight vigil near Mar-a-Lago today.
3: Well, yeah, do that. But see, somebody finally got to his stupid ass and said, don't you think this will further align you and tie you to the events of January 6th Mm -hmm. do you really think you want to be tied and aligned with so much steel hanging out there about this event that you will commemorate this event by giving a speech on this day like this is some great moment in our history. Right, somebody said that to his stupid ass. <laughs> yeah. and he that you listened. incited. Yeah. Yes.
2: Right. And you're, you're being yeah.
4: investigated for right now. Right. And
3: yes. somebody told him, look, take your narcissist behavior. Mm-hmm. Let's pull it in a little bit. You know you're responsible for the six. You <laughs> want to people to know that you were and you want to commemorate it by giving a speech on this day. You're going too far.
2: Yeah, doing yeah.
3: stupid and stuff, and they and that's why it stopped. It wasn't causing nothing else. Mm-hmm. He wanted to do it on that day because he know what that day meant to him.
2: Yeah, today, yeah, there
4: you
0: yeah, go. go. Yeah, he ain't never been disappointed in that
3: day.
1: Everybody <laughs> need a no to hell you not person.
4: Yo, come right. on, dog! Come on, dog! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What you but doing? he doesn't listen. He doesn't listen. That's he what Antonio listen.
1: Brown
3: needed the other day. No, to hell you're not. No, no. <laughs> but so dog, you sure know on. what though, Tommy? You know what huh? though? Mike Evans tried.
0: He did. He did. I saw. He it. actually he
3: tried to hold his jersey down. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, oh, hey, oh, don't man. do that. Don't, don't take it. <laughs> and then when he saw him doing it, he said, "Man, let me walk oh. out of the picture frame." <laughs> Let me just get I don't want to be associated this, man. with this. I think that. he finna do this. I think he finna take his... He yep. take it. Man, it, it. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he
1: on the field. <laughs> oh.
4: Well, I do want to say this, guys, before we run out of time. Get ready to vote in this year's midterm elections, okay? Please get ready to vote in this year's midterm elections. All right. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to check Steve's voicemail right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time. It is time, Steve, to check your voicemail. And listen, if you want to leave a voicemail for Steve, call 877-29-STEVE, 877-29-STEVE. This first one is from Sandra in Georgia, Steve. Okay.
0: Hey, Mr. Steve Harvey, this is I just want to tell you, this was the first day of the show. Judge Steve Harvey. I tell you, better than Judge Judy. You better than Judge Matthews. You better than Judge Faith. You better than all of them. I'm talking about, you done had me crying on this last case. And you had the whole audience on TV crying. And I know if I were crying, some people at home were crying. I tell you, your ratings are, are about to shoot up. And I am so proud of you. I'm so proud of where you handled that last case. I am proud so proud of you. And I pray to God that you stay on and that you come on more than just one night. All right, again, happy new year and congratulations. Good, Steve Hart. All right, bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> How sweet is that? Yeah. Thank
2: you, Sandra from Georgia. I love it. Saying,
3: and he I hope saying. you come on more than one night. Uh that would be syndicated. And that would be a whole nother level, kind of money. Come on, Sandra. <laughs> <laughs> That's
4: love. But you seem like you were doing it for the love of it.
2: Mm. <laughs> Steve. You know Helping what, people. I'm uh-huh. I'm not
3: better than those other judges. Let me straighten this out, because they are actual judges. Uh, so I'm not Voice. better than them. I'm funnier than all of them. Yeah, to yeah. Them. <laughs> yeah. But, you say that. <laughs> ain't no that doubt about that. But Mathis is the real deal, and Judge oh, yeah. Judy is the queen of uh, Judge Judy. But I'm, I'm just, uh I'm not better than them as judges. I'm just, I have found a unique way to be me in the middle of a genre that's really been on TV before. But I just found a unique way that they would allow me to be me and use my own brand Mm -hmm. to rebrand something that's been on TV before. And I thank God for it. And hopefully these ratings will continue. Uh, God willing.
4: Get the word out. I love it because it's at night, so you have a little more freedom. We got another listener. Uh, Take a listen to this, Steve hi mr harvey my name is Perry nader i'm just watching your new show in abc and i love it it's beautiful and you are fun and the uh, audience are fun everything is beautiful really i really enjoyed i usually don't watch that much of tv
0: but i really enjoyed your show uh, good luck thank you
4: so much <laughs> Look at you that, know that's Jack really cool
0: man
3: to hear that wow yeah that's really cool man thank y'all that's wow cause that's regular folks
4: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah our listeners well here's a listener um her name is Miss Martine she's from LA
3: hi
0: Steve this is Martine from Los Angeles California you know tonight a new premiere of The Judge oh my god you had me laughing so hard out here and it's a great show and I'm in love with it I love it I always love you, everything that you do. Oh, my goodness. You had us laughing in here tonight. I just wanted to say that how wonderful it is. Keep going. And then I just love your inspiration that you do for us every morning, you know, at the end of the show. I really appreciate you all. Have a great one. Bye-bye.
4: Wow. Beautiful, Sounds like it's a beautiful, hit, beautiful. Steve. <laughs> With our listeners. Yeah, yeah
3: Sure hope they right.
2: How you feel, (laughs) Judge? Yeah.
4: Well, you
3: know, it's really interesting because I've never heard reactions to my show after a premiere the day after. I've never, never done that before. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Couple of. That's really,
3: really. Because the last time I premiered a new show was uh, Celebrity Family Feud, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I was out the country when it aired. And then the next time I uh, did a new show was Little Big Shots, and it was a hit. And I never, I I, I didn't watch it.
4: I was gonna you ask know. you, did you watch your Judge show?
3: I peeped in for a minute, uh huh, but I could I couldn't do it. It's
4: you can't watch, watch yourself. I
3: couldn't. I can't. I can't, well, no, I can't watch myself. I can't. <laughs> All watch
4: right. Myself. So check it out, Judge Steve, Tuesday nights, eight p.m. seven central on ABC and Hulu. And listen, if you want to leave a shout out for Steve, call 877-29-STEVE. Prank phone call with the nephew up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject is a smother lover, smother lover. We'll get into that. Smother lover. Yeah, in just a bit. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for his nephew?
1: Butchie. At the wedding, who
2: is Butchie? Butchie
1: uh-huh. at the wedding.
2: Okay,
1: all right, cat dog. If you would bring Butchie in,
5: hello. Hello, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to reach Allen. This is he. Hey, Allen, how you doing? It's Butchie, man. Butchie. Oh uh, yeah, you was you was at the cookout the other day with the family. I'm I'm Christian's cousin. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, y'all was at you was at the uh, at the cookout the other day. I wanted to reach out to you. I know the wedding is in the next uh, two weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. like two and a half, two and a half. Yeah. Yeah. You you ready for that? Hell oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, hey man, I, I got a little bit of a problem that uh you know that we kind of wanted to call you about you know because the family got together and had a little meeting like and what the deal is is this here. I know, I know you're excited and want to marry my cousin, and, and she kind of excited, too, about the whole thing. But, you know, like, the family members, we got together and decided that uh, for right now, I mean, right now, we finna, like, we finna call the wedding off for right now. <laughs> what you talking about? What you talking about, calling the wedding off? Well, see, you know, everybody think you're cool and all. And, uh, you know, we real, real passionate, man, about, you know, people marrying into our family or whatever. Like, you know, the the gathering of the day, you know, that was a, a potluck thing. Everybody brings something, right? Hold on, Kristen ain't never told me no like that. About what? About something about not getting no married. Okay, well, see, right here, like I say, this is what the family done decided on. I don't give a what the family decided on. Okay, see, this is what I'm trying to tell you. See, we're a real close-knit family, and it's like this here. See, first of all, let me get you to understand this here. You talking to Butchie right now, all right? See, here's the deal. You know, we done decided that the, the wedding ain't been the album in two weeks until, like, when we had the, the potluck barbecue, everybody bring something. Why you ain't bring nothing? What you talking about? I'm paying for the wedding. Oh, 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 oh. That's what you've been to throw up in our face—that you paying for the wedding? Hell yeah. What the was I supposed to bring? Hey man, everybody brings something. We have a potluck, you know. Everybody brings something to contribute to 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 the function or the event that's going on, you know. And for you to walk up in there and not have nothing—that let us know what kind of person you're gonna be in the family. We can't have it. Oh, oh. Who is this again? <laughs> this Butchie right here. I don't know no Butchie. Look, I came to the. Family gathering picnic. I came there, showed up, loving on all y'all, telling you how great this was gonna be. And now you telling me I can't marry Kristen? Is that, is that what you're telling me? Hey man, the family then already voted. And when the family vote, dog, that's it. I ain't marrying the family. You married. You married my cousin Kristen, That's what you trying to do. And you ain't finna marry her. Look, don't be calling up to my job talking no. Like this, I'm already on hot from today with some. Bullshit. My supervisor I'm pulled, do not come calling me with no. Bullshit. Hey man, let me tell you this here until we can decide that you good for Christian, until we can decide that you know you can handle being married to her and you come correct as a family member. And if you're gonna come to potlucks, then you bring a pot, you ain't bring nothing. I ain't gotta bring nothing. I'm paying for this wedding. I don't give a what you up there. All that money I done dropped for this. I bought two bottles of wine to it. You bought I, when you? When, I, I ain't seen no wine. I don't care if you got that wine or not. I saw her mama drinking it. Okay, well I ain't getting no wine. I don't remember nobody bringing no wine. See Butch, you normally see everything that go on. I got class. I don't know what you talking about, Butch. Whatever. I brought some wine. Her mama was drinking it, and I ain't playing that. This wedding going down. I done spent over twenty three thousand dollars on this. Hey man, I done already told you that the family done voted on that the wedding. I don't give a. F- what the family voted on? I done paid for this. Shit. I ain't heard nothing from Kristen about this. Shit. Kristen might not know what we done voted on. We make decisions sometimes for everybody. You understand? That don't include me. We'll let Kristen know that we're been to stop the wedding. We—I'm just calling to let you know before I even tell her what's up. You trying to tell me Kristen don't even know? Nah, we ain't told her that we don't agree with you yet, and that we gonna stop the wedding. We ain't told her that. Man, get the out of here! I done paid all this money for this man. Y'all ain't stopping. Shit. Hey, man, I done already told you what we doing, all right? I'm not finna continue to go back and forth with you. You better get off my phone raising your voice at me. I don't hey know what the hell you t- I, I tell you what, let me say this to you. I don't care if I got to bust up in that church and stop this wedding, because you done went against what we done said. Whatever I got to do. I don't know who you f***ing with. I wish your would try to stop this wedding. Look, we can handle this right now. I can get off of work. I'm already going through some bull. And I'm already on fire. I will come there and bust yo right now. I don't know. You know what? See, 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 see what she was going with, Nigel. See, Nigel ain't act like this. Hey, oh, what? What the? I don't know. You didn't bring that up. Me and that didn't already have. Don't even bring that name up in me. Hey man, hey man. I'm just keeping it real with you. Nigel ain't act like this Damn, here. That. We don't have words, and if that want to come and bust up in there too, he get dealt with just like that. Too. Hey, man, All I'm just trying to say is the whole family, 100%. All that, I don't want to hear nothing about this no more. Tell me where to be, and we can deal with this right now. I'm just letting you know the family done voted, the family done the already no on it. Now, what we'll do, we'll push the wedding back and, and then give us time to reevaluate you. That. Reevaluate me. I don't need no evaluation from y'all. Me and Chris are getting married. I done put some money on this. Shit. All I know is the wedding ain't happening. That the wedding is happening. Now that I am paying for all this You some bull you. the family, we gonna get married in two and a half weeks and f y'all if y'all don't come and if y'all come up in that y'all gonna get dealt hey man, with straight I don't up. I'm tr- that I'm trying to tr- say Hello? I, right? hey man, I'm trying to tell you, man. Right now the family don't want you in the family right now. I don't give a about y'all. I ain't in love with y'all. I'm marrying Kristen, and I can give a. If I see y'all ever again, oh, I'm forward. gonna tell you this here: the family voted on one more thing. You need to go on. I don't know that while we're at it. This ain't no damn democracy. We getting married. That is between her and I. And if y'all don't want to be there, jump off in a ditch. Yeah. There's one more thing we didn't vote on. What, what the else you didn't vote on? We voted on this. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Christian's entire family got me to prank phone call you. Y'all some <laughs> Y'all some <laughs> I'm still <laughs> up when they come to the win <laughs> oh, f- You Tommy <laughs> 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 I don't put all that money out like that. I was like, no sir I got one more thing I got to ask you, dog. What is? What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby <laughs> Tommy, I'm being real with you, man. Somebody gon you
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the truth. He said, he 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 Tommy, Tommy,
3: Tommy. I'm being real with you, man.
2: Somebody,
3: yeah. That's, see, I already know that. That's, I've been saying that from day one. Yes, you have. Yes,
2: that you have. It's like a New Year's oh, wow.
1: I'm already right going now. through something with my supervisor. This ain't a good day. I'm telling you now. Nah, this ain't it. <laughs> <She's>
2: already hot. <laughs> <laughs> but blank you
3: and the family, and Tell the the
0: family. Uh, <laughs> uh, that, that's all y'all
1: oh <laughs> yeah i don't know nobody
3: A no damn butcher either but see i ain't, nobody, I ain't, bad, see, I ain't mad, mad the at you because what happened was he you know since y'all worked this out i ain't, I ain't finna do this with y'all man i ain't, nah, I ain't finna down do down this before. with y'all at all
0: oh right right, right. right. Man, <laughs> man, I love it.
2: y'all go
1: King of Pranks is going to Jackson, Mississippi, January 14th through the 16th. That's right. That is Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Jackson, Mississippi at the Comedy Club called Chuckles. Tickets on sale right now. Jackson, Mississippi. I ain't never been there and grabbed the microphone, but I'm on my way. All right? Get your tickets. They on sale right now. Chuckle's Comedy Club. MLK Weekend. Laying in the cut. Ain't been there since I was 20-something years old. Beaumont, Texas. Julie Rogers Theater. Saturday, March 19th at 8 p.m. It's going to jump off because it's down the street from my house. Houston, Texas. Beaumont. Here I come. All Ticketmaster outlets. So you can go to the box office. That's the Julie Rogers Theater. Beaumont, Texas Uh. uh March 19th, 8 p.m. Nephew. Nephew time and friends. We're coming to town, so get your tickets. Ignorance is on the way.
4: That's all. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Mm -hmm. Strawberry Letter. Subject, Smother Lover. Smother Lover. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening Listening, to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, sex, parenting, and more, Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com. We need those juicy letters. Come on now. Click Submit Strawberry Letter, and we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here right now. It could be yours. You never know.
1: know. You never know. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter.
4: All right, thank you, nephew. Subject, Smother Lover. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 39-year-old woman dating a 45-year-old man. We met a year ago, and things started off fantastic and moved quickly. He is a very sensitive and emotional man who has no difficulty expressing his every emotion to me. After dating men that play games and aren't serious about settling down with one woman, my boyfriend's openness was refreshing. But now it's proving to be way too much. He has started to complain about me being too busy for him since I'm back at work full-time now. I get home and need a few minutes to chill and relax, but he's in my driveway every day this week yeah. when I get home. He wants to be right up under me every week, right, every, every weeknight and keeps telling me that he's afraid we're growing apart. He told me that he loved me. Uh, he loved when we were quarantined together because we were inseparable. I liked it too because we were getting to know each other then. He started bringing his work clothes to my house and says it's too cold to go home every night and he'd rather cuddle with me. This man loves to cuddle, whine, and make love to me whenever we're together. I told him he's smothering me with his actions and smothering me in the bed nightly. I have to roll him off of me. He says he can't sleep unless he's touching some part of my body. Recently, I had a conversation about taking a break or dialing it back a little bit because he couldn't process, uh, but he couldn't process a conversation without crying and telling me that he can't live without me. I love this type of attention and all of the affection, but I'm afraid of falling too deeply for him because he may have emotional issues. How do I handle this relationship? Emotional issues? Um... I don't know. Something might be a little off here. I mean, I'm sure get off of me has probably crossed your mind, and you've said it a few times because, uh, you know, while you're with him, because all the stuff you're says, you say he's doing, he, he, it is a little smothering and suffocating if he's in the driveway when you get home and all of that. But uh, you also said that you moved quickly. Now, these are the type of red flags that slip by when you move too quickly. And I think there's definitely something going on with him because he is too much, and he has too much time on his hands. Why is he sitting in your driveway before you can even get home from work? Where, where does he work? I, I mean, and, and why is he crying and whining when you tell him that you need to dial it back and take a break? Uh, these are the things that attracted you to him before. Uh, you've been dating for a year, which is a good amount of time, but I, I think there is something a, a little off um, saying he can't live without you, he's not being able to sleep without touching any part of your body and making your body go numb. And this, we're not talking numb in a good way from your perspective. And and I will say this. Yes, women do like to cuddle. Yes, we do love the affections and attention of a man and all of that. We like to bask in all of that glow. But it does sound like he's being a bit too needy and overbearing. So I just say it's time to reassess your relationship and maybe set some new boundaries. Steve?
3: I'm about to do the letter. Now I want to forewarn all sensitive or caring people. (laughs) My response is not for you. (laughs) I would like to put a disclaimer on my response. Mm. Again, if you are a sensitive or caring person, my response you're not going to like. Let's go. Okay. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 39-year-old woman. I'm dating a 45-year-old man. We met a year ago, and things started off fantastic and moved quickly. Mm. He is a very sensitive and emotional man. Now, let's stop right here. Yeah. He is a very sensitive and emotional man. Ladies, listen to me. That, in a man, Mm -hmm. is a dangerous combination.
4: Why? How so?
3: The combination is dangerous. Mm -hmm. Now, you can be one or the other, but you can't be both. Why not? You can be a sensitive man, Mm -hmm. or you can be an emotional man, but you can't be both. Because now you're invading on a woman's right to be either.
4: Okay.
3: Because if you both of them, all the damn time, when do she get to be either one of those? If you have a man that's emotional and sensitive, that's a dangerous combination, and the letter will start telling it immediately. Who has no difficulty expressing every emotion to me? Who do that? Mm-hmm. And after dating men that play games and ain't serious about settling down with one woman, my boyfriend's openness was refreshing. I bet it was at first, but soon as she say that in the letter, but now it's proving to be way too much. Why? Because surely it's a dangerous combination. Mm-hmm. You can't have a man that's sensitive and emotional. It's too much, because even a woman don't want that in a man. Oh, he's so sensitive. Oh, he's emotional. Girl, he's both. He' about to drive my ass crazy. You'll see. We come back. I got it for you. All
4: right, coming up, we'll have part two of Steve's response at twenty three minutes after the hour. Strawberry letter subject for today: mother lover. We'll get back into it right after this.
2: You're listening to the
4: Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject's mother lover. All
3: right, this 39-year-old woman is dating a man who's 45. He's very sensitive and emotional. Now, I said on the break before... That's a dangerous combination, ladies. A man can be one or the other, but he cannot be both. Shirley asked me why. I said because it invades on a woman's space to be either. Because a woman can't, when does she get to be emotional or sensitive? If your man is already that all the time. Uh, She said that her openness, he said her openness was refreshing at first, but now it's gotten to be way too much. See, so now let's get into the letter. He started to complain about being, me being too busy for him. I'm back at work full time. I get home and I need a few minutes to chill and relax. But he's been in my driveway every day this week when I get home. Jesus. Oh, Lord. He in the driveway? I'm talking about as soon as you get home. You can't chill. You can't have your own thoughts. You want to decompress. You've been at work. So now he's stalking and he's sprung. He wants to be right up under me every night and keeps telling me he's afraid we're growing apart. That's another word. When your man tells you he's afraid, what woman wants a scary-ass man? <laughs> I'm afraid. What? He told me he loved me when we were quarantined together because we were inseparable. Well, everybody was quarantined. Mm -hmm. Quarantine was very revealing, though. You either found out you hated a person or you really enjoyed the person. But then there's also a middle ground. A lot of people said, well, be nice to get back to work so we can just separate from each other, at least grow to miss each other, but I still love him and like him. I just don't like him as much all the time. You done got tired of his ass. He done started bringing work clothes to your house because he say it's too cold to go home every night, and he'd rather cuddle with me. This is another dangerous statement. You got a man that loves to cuddle. Now, ladies, I know you think cuddling is cute, but not all the time. And yeah, watch why. Watch. This man loves to cuddle, whine, and make love to me whenever we together. This is another scary-ass combination. <laughs> he like to cuddle, whine, and make love. What <laughs> kind of love-making like? is this? Yeah, okay, so let me like? try to work through this here, because I ain't never done that, so it's going to take me a minute. Uh-huh. He likes to cuddle, mm-hmm. whine, and make love. All right, here we go. All right, now we we now we loving. We okay. in the actual act of loving. Okay. And in that act, you hear uh-huh. this. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh.
2: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> what he's doing for me. Now you you want him to handle his business. What is your ass crying for? Yeah, the, yeah, what is I the whining? Mind. Now we threw making love and we threw whining. <laughs> now he cuddling, but now you got to come down off that crying, right? So now you cuddling and you hear this hit his here.
2: Okay. <laughs> what?
4: What is happening?
3: We cuddling.
2: Are you okay? Well,
3: I'm coming down off the whining. <laughs> and I'm breathing hard because I was, we was loving Because I'm sensitive and emotional Do y'all see where I'm going with this here love?
2: Yes I do. I
3: And agree. then he literally lays on half your body Until your limbs fall asleep And you got to roll him off of you He say he can't sleep unless he touches some part of my body Oh, so now we talking about this? Where therapy come in at now? See, and I ain't no therapist, but I'm a judge now. So let me just tell you what I done figured out. This here letter. Mm-hmm. See, he used to either suck his thumb, mm-hmm. he had a blanket, I did that. or a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. He had all this, and that got burned up in his mama's house fire back in uh, '94. <laughs> all that really? got burned up. The blanket, the teddy bear. Mm -hmm. and the pacifier, all they got burned up in the house fire. (laughs) So now he done met you, now you it. You the teddy bear, Mm -hmm. the blanket, and the pacifier.
4: Break it down. See, Mm -hmm.
3: and now you told him y'all had a conversation about dialing it back a little bit, and he couldn't process the conversation. So guess what he did while you started telling him? He started crying. Because he emotional and sensitive. (laughs) And then he told you he can't live without you. Well, let's see. See, once you tell me what you can't do, prove it. Because you finna live without me. (laughs) Now, I love this. Now, here's where the woman gets conflicted. I love this type of attention and all the affection. But I'm afraid of falling too deeply for him because he may have emotional issues. May have. Girl may have emotional issues your ass is dating antonio brown (laughs) you ain't got to wonder do his ass have emotional issues (laughs) don't ever (laughs) you're dating (laughs) antonio brown
4: Without, Without the coming.
3: football pads.
4: On today's Strawberry Letter, at Steve Harvey FM on Thank Instagram you. and Facebook. You're welcome. Check out Strawberry Letter podcast on demand as well. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior, right
2: after this. <laughs> you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right,
4: guys, it is time now for Junior and Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Oh, uh, Shirley,
0: listen, Um, I'm going to address this because I'm tired of people coming in my DMs talking about this Antonio Brown situation and mental illness. And I'm telling you, Tommy, mental illness is real. We're not saying it ain't. It's real. I got it. But this uh-huh. is straight crazy. So now Antonio Brown didn't release the song yesterday. Okay, let me let me tell what? you something. What? Yeah, let me tell you, it called a pit, not the palace. Now, let me tell you something. He didn't release the song. Let me. I understand mental illness. Let me just give you some examples of people who got mental illness. The lady on the movie Misery got mental illness. Okay. Oh yeah. We, yes.
2: We, yes. That's
0: straight crazy. That's mental illness. Norman Bates sat up there talking to his mama in that chair that was just bones, that's mental illness. <laughs> Hannibal, Lecter, Hannibal Lecter was wrapped up a whole movie because he eat people. That's mental illness. Taking your shirt off, going to a Brooklyn Nets game, and releasing a song is straight crazy. That's all that is. You can stop telling uh, me that this is mental illness. How you do you do this? Do you understand that, wow. man, you are privileged? Mental illness, this is not, this is straight crazy. He dropped is. a song? He dropped a song. Oh. And let me be honest with you, I heard it. It ain't that damn good. I tell you that much. You know why? Because you play football. That's why the song ain't, good. <laughs> you ain't a rapper. You not a rapper. Your ass catch passes. You all you got to do. Run routes. Catch pass. This don't make no damn sense. I'm so was serious. this playing? This... I, it sound like it to me. They What's say the he game recorded game, the though? song at Christmas time in. I don't give a loose. damn. that why it's out two days after you didn't took your shirt off in the <laughs> end in New York? Why, why? you don't think this is playing?
3: Stupid fool!
0: I'm just saying we not oh putting my this on it no more. This, this boy crazy. Hey man, he let just... me
3: explain something to you. Uh oh. <laughs> Listen to me. And I before I get in any trouble with this, let me preface this statement. I don't know enough about mental. A uh, health to be an issues. expert on it. Mm-hmm. I am talking to you as your damn uncle. Some of this stuff right here is just stupid. Mm. We've had people in sports do stupid stuff before. Wasn't able to put mental illness on. Dennis Rodman putting on a on a, a wedding dress. Wedding. Ricky Williams posing on the cover with a wedding dress and quit sw- Playing football so he could go smoke weed. Meta World Peace. Change his name to Meta World Peace. What? Dennis yeah. Rodman was in the league. Kyrie Irving. What? Is that mental illness too? No. No. Yeah, no. Jim McMahon, no. the stuff he used to do. No, it's called stupidity, y'all. And quit giving him a free out with this mental illness stuff. This boy's stupid.
4: That's about
3: <laughs> Uncle Steve said
4: that. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this.
2: You're listening <laughs> to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Tristan Thompson, uh, you are the father mm-hmm. of Marley Nichols' son, okay? Woof. Tristan confirmed the news on his IG stories yesterday with today. Paternity test results reveal that I fathered a child with Marley Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. Tristan Thompson issued a special apology to Khloe Kardashian. For the record, they were still together when he conceived his new baby. So he cheated on Khloe. In other words, the, the mother of his second child again. Right, Carla? Uh, and then he said, Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I've caused you. Oh, really? Mm. <laughs>
3: uh, we gonna do this. At least he trying to, you know, apologize. Y'all, y'all man, damn, what you want him to do? He can't done. get it back. The baby here.
4: No, he has to he's take care of it. Ap- right. uh, yeah. And he's
3: publicly apologizing to Chloe, which I think is a decent thing to do.
4: For the second
3: mm-hmm. time. So what's your little stank comment about Shirley?
4: For the second time. He cheated on her before, yeah. man, and she man. took him back.
3: It's what he do.
4: Yeah. Is, yeah. Oh, oh, it's a pattern yeah. show. it's what
0: he, it's
3: what he do. Oh. Ta-da. He crazy. Oh, okay. okay. See, now, no, okay, now okay, let's yeah. stop right here.
0: We, yeah. we on our way to Does crazy Does he have he a is? mental illness?
3: Uh-huh, no. Oh, is he no. stupid? No. <laughs> He's a dog. See? Yes. He, he did something hold stupid. Up. Yeah. Yeah. H- hold up. Hold yeah. up. Let's make it personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2015. I'm on Chloe. When I said the wrong name at Miss Universe, yeah. did I have a mental illness or <laughs> no, was that no. stupid? Oh, yeah.
2: We, you yes. definitely have
4: That's a mental stupid illness. Stupid mistake. <laughs> stupid. Stupid <laughs> mistake. Yeah.
3: Stupid That's ass right. mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody letting me off the hook with no mental illness yeah. or none of that. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What happened that- to that? Yeah. Well, I sitting my ass up in divorce court twice. Ain't nobody giving me no pass on mental illness. No, they yeah. were just taking property from my stupid ass.
4: <laughs> I say yours yeah. was lost all them elements. houses. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my take on it. Kanye
3: <laughs> West, <where>? the <laughs> hell is wrong with Kanye? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Drove.
4: Got I don't in his car. Wait, let's bag gone.
2: those Kanye. Let's, no comments. We got to let that marinate
4: for a second.
3: Yeah. I don't know No, y'all ain't listening. Got in his car, drove down to TMZ, went on TMZ and said that made that comment about slavery. That ain't mental illness. <laughs> yeah. Great. Your ass is stupid. <laughs> He's
1: I, think though,
3: them, right? I think he <laughs> both of them. I think he both of them. See, but y'all y'all using this mental illness, everybody, that's their trump card now. And then that's the political correct thing to do. And now everybody get a pass now because every time somebody do something wrong now, it's mental illness. That's the new out mm-hmm. and new label. Once again, we passing out these labels too freely. Let's get back. To calling people stupid <laughs> when they do stupid stuff. Yeah, <laughs> sitting up in here with all these ignorant people. That damn Terrell Owens.
2: What? I
4: you
3: love know, him TV, crying, talking about that's my quarterback.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Was that mental illness? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. That's Think my it, quarterback, man. Don't talk man about Tony
3: Romo cool. ain't finna cry for you. <laughs> Took all your clothes off. you in the front of your yard doing a workout. Your ass supposed to be in practice. <laughs> <laughs> was that a mental illness? No. Or was we talking about this is stupid? This <laughs> stupid.
2: <laughs> we got to it, quit huh,
3: passing out this mental illness title like huh. that's everybody out. Now, this huh. boy done had this girl, this got the, another baby on Chloe.
0: Cheated.
3: That's a mental illness? This stupid. <laughs> That's
0: yeah. what this is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get the same so I'm not finna I twice.
3: ain't finna do this here. Everybody ain't getting a mental illness with me. Uncle Steve calling it like it is. What? No, you can't be crazy, stupid. You can't be a stupid person and then say something wrong. You mental illness. No, you're stupid.
2: Mm-mm. All you're right. Sitting up
3: at the basketball game the day after. <laughs> what, what <laughs> mental illness, what mental illness you had to go buy them tickets.
2: <laughs> All right, look.
4: No, your stupid we'll ass
3: went and bought them tickets.
4: <laughs> of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 uh. minutes
2: after, right after this. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, Steve, are you done with your rant on me mental
3: no, I ain't
2: stupidity? No, I get,
3: I'm tired. How Listen to me, mental illness go? is real. It's real, I understand it. But we can't keep letting everybody use that because we're talking about really stupidity now. And stupidity cannot be confused with mental illness.
0: True. I I, I agree with
3: that. Tony O'Brien ain't got no mental illness. He's stupid. (laughs) Like I said before, we went out. What mental illness caused him to go buy them tickets? To the Brooklyn Nets basketball game the next day.
2: <laughs> no, that? that was
3: some more damn stupidity. <laughs> yeah. Black people, we've been knowing about mental illness our whole life. We we have family members yes.
2: that
3: is flat out. We we ain't sent them nowhere. No. But we don't let them go nowhere, <laughs> cause we know. Don't let them out. We to ain't sight. got to have this fool analyzed. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. I had an uncle. Mm-hmm. Every day, mm-hmm. would go out in his garage, and bark for two hours.
0: <laughs> what? Not and bad. then
3: he'd come on back in the house and watch TV like what nothing going on. Now we knew. <laughs> Something Somebody wrong runs.
4: with Uncle Lester. <laughs> right. Two hours of barking,
3: and walk in things. the house like ain't nothing wrong. Sit so down, we'll watch at 33 the game.
2: Minutes after, right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All
4: right, guys, it is time for yet another round of Would You Rather. Here we Would go. You <laughs> Would you rather? Would you rather? Is that the theme song? I guess so. Would you rather? If you had to change jobs, would you rather be an airline pilot or captain of a ship? Mm. God. Man.
3: That's a hard one. Oh.
4: In the air or in the water?
3: Ah, I'm scared up in that of oh, <laughs> But I don't want to be out on that ain't water. Ain't no land jobs. Man, <laughs> nope. that water rough, man. Okay. Because when you get out of hand out there, ooh.
1: Go and the all that, go down with your ship, the captain go down with his uh-huh. ship? No, I don't. No, I don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mm. Junior? Mm. I'm going to go captain the ship, because if I'm in that the air, and them, them, them passengers start acting up, the pilot coming out the cockpit. Start acting up up here. I'm, I'm coming out the cockpit. I'm fighting. Uh, mm, I'm, not, I'm not simply just let you take over. Uh-uh.
4: I'm going to pilot.
0: Yeah, I'll be right back. Hold on. I'll be right back. Well,
1: What airlines is it, though? Is it Spirit? I mean, (laughs) which one I'm doing?
0: Yeah. You know, I got
3: to know who I'm flying with.
0: (laughs) Let's just say it is Spirit. Well, you know
3: what? I'll probably go and have to take the captain pilot job because at least I know we're going to (laughs) land. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Flying is safe. It's just scary.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Mm, So you'd rather
4: be an airline pilot than captain of a ship. All
3: right. Yeah. I've been on them boats. Uh, You got to know a lot. Yeah, you got to know a lot, dog. Man, man. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh-huh.
4: Okay. All right. So everybody You're but junior no, airline
1: no, no, pilot. No. Yeah. Okay. I'm on the pilot. I'm on the I'm, yeah. And they catching COVID on them boats. I wanna I'm gonna be
3: on that
4: on that plane. Okay. All right. I'm sorry. So Stephen Tommy pilots junior uh ship captain. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. With,
3: with his little sick ass.
4: Would you rather <laughs>
3: <laughs> like, like he would, need to be somewhere seasick and sick of Sam. Sick, <laughs> sick ass. we don't want him to play, would you rather? Is that saying? The little ass need to be somewhere flying where you can get to these hospitals.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Every day it's about to <laughs> He's doing me bad this week. On...
3: <laughs> Man, I ain't letting him slide at all.
4: At me all. and Tommy that
3: sit up here and got on the plane, you're going to take your little sick ass on the boat. <laughs> Now you're in the middle of nowhere. You can't come even on, get somewhere.
4: All right, we got time for one more. <sighs> Would you rather be reincarnated as a singer? Luther Vandross or Marvin Gaye? Would you rather be reincarnated Ooh. as Luther Vandross or Marvin, Marvin Gay? I can't I can't
3: Luther Marvin. I'm Luther. I Harry. got to come back as Marvin. <laughs> no doubt. You seen you seen Janice? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back as Marvin. Marvin had that soul train down so too. No, I'm coming back as Marvin Gaye. All right. <laughs>
4: All right, that's Would You Rather for today. Coming up, our last break of the day at 49 minutes after the hour. we are get some inspiring closing remarks from the one and only our fearless leader, Steve Harvey, right after this.
2: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good day, a crazy day, a fun day. Man, girl, <laughs> off the chain. We've, we've okay. had fun today. A <laughs> we fast really week have. Too. Yeah, this is Thursday. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I hope huh? the year doesn't go quite oh, as right. fast. Yeah, fast week. Today's Thursday. <laughs> Today's Thursday. So? Yes, yeah. it is, girl. sir.
3: What? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. But it just means like, we just work tomorrow. Are we on the weekend.
3: Weekend is here.
2: Birthday
0: yeah. boy. You getting ready? First, you getting oh, ready. First, first, first. Getting
3: ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> man, that's at this God willing, man. I, I just want to stay here.
0: Amen.
3: Man, making sixty-five. Hmm. Sixty-five, man. Mm-hmm. That's I I didn't see it, man. I just really, really didn't. I was I I felt like I was so far from it. And it, it's still not here. And I'm gonna need some grace to get there, cause I'm really, really shooting for 104. So mm. I should have a few more after this. Forty, forty, about. Mm, How did and, you
4: pick that number? 104. That would be 39 more years. Right?
3: I don't know. God told me. Okay. Then. I don't know. God put that on my heart, man. I just said well, 104. Then that's it. <laughs> No, yeah. call it, claim it.
2: Yeah, don't worry about it. I'm gonna do
3: everything in my power. Now, if he makes another decision along the way, <laughs> nothing I can do about it. But I'm gonna do food wise and health wise. You know, which which kind of leads to my closing remarks because I want to share it with you all. We didn't do it yesterday. I learned a new way to pray, and I haven't all. Oh, I've been I've been doing it, but I. I actually attached a number to it, which really helped me. Like I was always learned that you should be thankful first before you ask God for something. But I was watching something and a guy put a number to it. He said, when you pray, you should pray 80, 20. And that's kind of like how I eat. I eat 80, 20. That's to preserve, to, to preserve my life, to give me a healthier lifestyle. Well, If you had a healthier faith life, if you had a healthier prayer life, that would be more beneficial than anything. So he put a number 8020 to it. And what he said was when you pray, you should spend 80% of your prayer showing gratitude, being grateful, you know, thanking him for things. And then the other 20%, 20%, you present. Uh, the things that you want and desire and would like to have and need. And I found that to be interesting. And I said, wow, I normally say thank you before I pray, but I really don't put enough time and emphasis on the thank you part. And I started praying different uh, after the holidays, right after Christmas. And I started doing it 80-20. And what I did to help me show show more gratitude and to be thankful, I actually pulled out a piece of blank piece of paper, printing paper, and I just wrote down everything that I should be grateful for, and you know it's kind of broad sweeping, but then I tried to be a little specific too, you know like i I thanked him for my health and waking me up in the mornings, and I didn't thank him for each and every breath I take and every second of the day. But I went down the list of people in my life that I was grateful for. I was thanking him for the things he's done for me over the past year, deals and contracts and relationships and, and, and health and all of this stuff. And I went down the list and I ended up coming up with about probably 50, 60, 50 things that I was thankful for. I really have so much more, but I was just doing broad strokes, maybe 40, something like that. And when I pray at my desk in the morning, when I'm doing my morning meditation, I actually pull the paper out so I don't forget anything. And every day that I pull it out, I end up going, oh, wow, this too. And I write a little something else. And then after that, I ask God for the things that I want. But I've learned in asking God for the things I want to also make sure that I'm in line with God's will and his timing because that really helps me, man. Because if I'm asking for something, but I'm also saying I also want it to be in your will and in your timing, it relaxes me and causes me to be less anxious, And it helps me, man, in waiting and being patient on the things that I'm asking for. But it also fills me with such gratitude because of all the stuff I thank him for. The focus is no longer on what I need, but the focus becomes on man of all the goodness he's presented to me. So somebody surely sent me this. And it said that thankfulness keeps you linked to me. He's talking about God now. Thankfulness keeps you linked to me and anchored in the present. Worry, on the other hand, pulls you into the future where you wander into barren places of uncertainty because you don't know what the future holds. So now you're worrying about something you don't even know what can be. However, you can always return to me by whispering, Lord, help me. Man, that's powerful. Y'all, listen to me. Worrying about tomorrow does nothing because when it gets here, it's usually not what you thought it was going to be anyway, and nor could you do anything about it. And your mind is not geared to worry about the future. It's the present. Get thankful and get grateful for what you have, and it'll cause you to realize that you are so blessed in so many ways, and whatever else he gives you is just icing on the cake. Those are my closing remarks. Hope that helps you this year. It's a new way to pray in 2022. See y'all tomorrow, God willing. Peace.